We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What up? Welcome to Maggie and Perloff. What a weekend, and we are off and running on this Monday. You got NFL free agency in full swing. Jimmy Garoppolo goes to the Las Vegas Raiders for $34 million guaranteed You've got the Bucks now seem to be circling in on Baker Mayfield, but nothing is guaranteed there. But the big quarterback news that we're all waiting for, and that'd be Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, has not officially happened yet, despite the fact, Perloff, that multiple Jets players have been tweeting about this. And at one point, Trey Wingo sent out yeah. a tweet saying that this was going to be done, but it has not officially happened yet. Yeah, I wonder what the holdup is. It seems like the terms between the Packers and the Jets have never been that big of a deal. I, I never got the sense the Packers were getting a haul here for Aaron Rodgers. I don't think they were getting that number 13 pick. If they did, they're psyched because they don't need anything for Aaron Rodgers. It feels like they'd, they'd open the door wide open for him to walk out. Or am I misreading this? No, I think that the Packers are ready to, ready for this era to be over. And I think they were ready two years ago quite frankly, and Rodgers turned it on them by tur- turning in a couple MVP seasons. But, you know, you missed the playoffs last year, and it just felt like it was time. And, you know, Jordan Love now is getting deeper into that rookie deal. They're going to have to pick up the fifth-year option. you got to see what you have. What I was shocked by is just that there wasn't a bigger market for Rodgers, especially because, you're right, I don't think the Packers are getting a haul. We're not even 100% sure that they're getting a first-round pick. I would have thought that would have brought more teams into the fold. Turns out it did not. Well, it's the money. It's always the money. I think as fans, we sometimes misunderstand the importance of the dollar signs to the teams trying to work out their cap. I mean, how many teams want to pay a 39-year-old quarterback $60 million? I mean, the money that's going out, by the way, today is there's some there's some insane numbers. What's the, what's the one that blindsided well, you the most? The fact that Jesse Bates, the safety from Cincinnati, is yeah. getting four years, $64 million, I don't know what, 23 million in year one, 36. This is a safety. So the Bengals are really getting hurt by that one. And well, they fran- didn't, They were going to put the franchise tag on him, right? Yeah. Jesse Bates. So that was always maybe going in a wrong direction. Yeah. I just, I can't figure out what Atlanta's doing here. Yeah, but that that was part of it. Why would it, it, that's an all-in move for a safety. I guess it's a weak class. And then the other one was Chicago's paying a ton of money to a lot of linemen and defensive linemen. They took one from the Eagles, Javon Hargrave. The, the Bears are all in. They have money to spend. But what is this all in? If you're the Bears, you can't really be all in. You won a, just a couple games last year. Well, I mean, listen, you lost. You traded away Roquan Smith. Yeah. You traded away Robert Quinn. So now you're trying to replenish. And they're doing it with young guys. I mean, Tremaine Edmonds, who they just handed $50 million to guaranteed, is yeah. still only like 23 years old. He's been in the league for a while. He was drafted when he was 19. So, 
you know, they're still trying to match the timeline, it feels like, with Justin Fields. Yeah, it feels like Justin Fields has no excuses now. He's got Chase Claypool, DJ Moore, uh, Darnell Mooney. He's yeah. got receivers. He can run. He's got offensive linemen now. They signed some guys. So that that's a team to watch. I'm no really, Aaron Rodgers in the division. Yeah. We don't I think. I have to admit, though, I do. And I always warn Maggie, don't overreact to March. And I'm afraid I'm going to do it with the Bears, where I'm going to get overly excited. And then a realistic goal for them is seven wins. But you see all these signings, and you could talk yourself into big things. Same with Atlanta. Look, Atlanta's going to make some splash moves. Uh, they signed for they traded for John U. Smith today from the Patriots. Yeah, former Titans tight end, big money tight end. I don't know what all that means. I I just think it's really it's an interesting time because my Eagles and your Bills were probably hurt today, but I don't know how badly. Also, let's not forget Atlanta holds the eighth overall pick. So, and what? No one's linking that. No one mocks them to quarterback, which I don't understand either. They are really keeping it close to the vest on what they're doing. Absolutely. Maybe they roll another year with Ritter, but it's possible they could trade up. I mean, obviously the big trade came down Friday, right? Basically, as we were getting off the air because I was in the duck costume, which is always fun when news breaks. But Carolina has traded up, of course we know now, with the Chicago Bears, and they hold all the cards here. I think it's funny. To trade all the way up, though, and you really have no clue who they're targeting. Yeah. Like, I just thought it had to be Bryce Young, right? Or CJ Stroud, but I thought it had to be Bryce Young because he feels like the only consensus number one. Now, I have been on the record. I would not take him as a GM because I think that I would be worried about his size, his ability to hold up, even though he's got great qualities. Maybe CJ Stroud is more their cup of tea. But CJ Stroud, to me, doesn't feel like a trade up to number one guy. Bryce Young. Just the upside, if you're looking at the upside, C.J. Stroud seems like the solid middle ground of quarterbacks right now, the B-plus of quarterbacks. He doesn't feel like the number one overall to me. Well, against Georgia, he was an A-plus. Yeah, but, I mean, you look at the body work. It certainly wasn't great. And he doesn't, you know, that Ohio State problem, he wasn't running the hardest offense. He, He was doing the same thing that Justin Fields and Dwayne Haskins were doing. It's really hard to tell with those wide receivers what you have. You know, the the thing about Bryce Young, you think Houston, everyone speculated, every mock draft has Houston taking Bryce Young. So why would you have to trade to number one and not number three? Well, maybe if you really want Stroud, then you're worried that Houston's going to take him at two. Like, maybe you felt like you just had so to get to one. Buy all that Bryce Young, Houston buzz? Well, maybe, or maybe you're worried. Maybe Houston would take Stroud, too. Who knows? I'm well, sure. what about the idea that it was Richardson? Anthony Richardson, the Florida quarterback, with a huge athletic upside, Someone pointed out something interesting about him. It was this trade happened five days after the combine. So either they were wowed by Anthony Richardson or they were wowed by C.J. Stroud. Right. If you're looking at the highest ceiling, it's certainly Bryce Young or Anthony Richardson. That's what I mean. Stroud, we know who Stroud is, but it feels like Anthony Richardson could be a game changer. So if you're going to risk something to go up to one, maybe that's your guy. I don't think you would have had to get all the way up, you know? Like, why not just trade with the Arizona Cardinals yeah, if you can? Yeah, I hear you. And, and, and you probably assume that Richardson's going to be there. Also, uh, as we mentioned, we can play this. Uh, Boomer Esiason was a former roommate of Frank Reich's back in when they were both at the University of Maryland. And he was talking about the type of quarterback that Frank Reich likes to coach. I know what Frank likes. Frank likes a big quarterback. Thick legs and, you know, like a strong body and a, and a great base. And he also wants a guy that's highly accurate. So that kind of makes me think that Anthony Richardson's not in, involved in this. And Will Levis is not involved in this. This comes down to C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. So at least that's someone who's known Frank Reich a really long time. Absolutely. I, I mean, I think most 
most coaches want that, what he just described, a big, tall. I mean, listen, the NFL still likes tall quarterbacks. They draft them very high. That sounds pretty obvious. You know what? Though Peter King wrote in his column today, said that Frank Reich is malleable. He will change his philosophy at some point. I don't know. Trading up to one for C.J. Stroud and not having a draft pick next year. So C.J. Stroud, they're... Listen, their defense is pretty good, but their offense is thin right now. They got rid of McCaffrey, and they got rid of Moore. So your number one receiver is Terrace Marshall? Well, you're going to have to do some work in the draft. I mean, it's yeah. going to be hard because I, you obviously you just gave you, away. you flip picks and you gave them your second rounder for this year, but you yeah. still have other picks because you got picks from the McCaffrey trade. It's going to be hard to build an offense on the fly around that. I think you could have a very lean year without a draft pick. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. So, of course, we have all the NFL news that's happening today with the free agent frenzy that's going on. And then we had your brackets last night. You had March Madness, both the men's and the women's side. You got brackets released, so that's really exciting. Tournament gets going uh, in earnest on Thursday. You get the first four on Tuesday and Wednesday. And you also had the Oscars last night. And it was underwhelming the Oscars I would say yeah it was a little boring I mean when you're when you're coming off a year with a slap where Will Smith slaps Chris Rock in the face then Chris Rock finally does his stand-up special a year later and we get to hit you know he talks about the slap says you know does it hurt it still hurts he said he played Muhammad Ali I played Pookie you know (laughs) very funny but just because it wasn't exciting Perloff didn't mean that it wasn't awkward Oh, you're talking about the pre-show? Terribly awkward moment happening in the Oscars pre-show between Hugh Grant and Ashley Graham. What's your favorite thing about coming to the Oscars? Um, well, uh, <laughs> it's fascinating. It's uh, it's uh, the, the whole of humanity is here. It's uh, It's Vanity Fair. Oh, it's all about Vanity yeah. Fair. Yes, that's where we let loose and have a little bit of fun. Okay, well... What are you wearing tonight, then? Uh, just my suit. Your suit? Who yeah. made your suit? You didn't make it. Um, I can't remember. My tailor. That's okay. Yeah. Shout out to the tailor. Yeah. Um, so tell me, what does it feel like to be in Glass Onion? Well, I'm barely in it. I'm in it for about three seconds. It, he comes off like a jerk. No way. I am <laughs> a team That's the like, worst interview I've ever heard. And it's not the worst, because I heard all our other interviews. It was... It was fascinating. It was watching a train wreck. The interviews were so... I mean, she only had three questions. How does it feel? What's it like? And talk about. Yeah. And what are you wearing? And they were That's all... That's all that Every is. one of them went wrong with her. All night long, every question was just 14% off. It was the strangest thing I ever saw. <laughs> Say 14% off. Yeah. Listen, the red listen carpet to, is an art form, okay? Just listen to the first question. It's so... Her reaction... It's so awful. No, no, no. It takes two to tango here. You're in the you're walking the red carpet at the Oscars. This isn't like an intimate dinner with intellectuals. What's your favorite thing about the Oscars? Is a perfectly normal question. No, no. But she didn't say. She didn't say. What's your favorite part of the Oscars? Listen, listen to the question again. What's your favorite thing about coming to the Oscars? Okay. What's your favorite thing about coming to the Oscars? <laughs> He's Hugh Grant. He, he doesn't have anything ready to go there. You've been famous for 30 years. Okay, like, but that question is not specific to Hugh Grant in any way. He had good reason to believe either she or the producer did not know who he was. That is the most <laughs> generic not, question. Okay, but generic doesn't necessarily mean bad. Was there any indication at any point in that interview that she has ever seen a Hugh Grant movie? I have no idea if Ashley Graham's ever seen a Hugh Grant movie. <laughs> um... <laughs> 
have something ready to go vamp. You know, how about, hey, I get to see all the friends that I never get to see. You know, we have a celebration of, uh, I don't know, make up some BS. Um, <laughs> you did see Glass Onion. I mean, he was in it for three minutes, so that's, <laughs> that counts. Yeah, exactly. She must have seen that or so producer fed that in her ear. Who knows? I mean, he didn't have to be a jerk about it. I don't think he was well, that much of a jerk. Don't do the interview. How about that? If you're if you're so if this is so beneath you, then, these okay. questions you're not asking like, uh, so what do you think about the war in Ukraine? You think that's like an appropriate? Is that the question that he wanted? Well, explain to me why all the Vanessa Hudgens interviews were fine, fine to good, and all the Ashley Graham interviews <laughs> were a disaster upon a disaster. If you're not watching E. The Pedro I can't Pascal help interview. I almost wanted to throw my television out the window. It was so <laughs> awkward. You're so cute. Where are your glasses? <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. You're going to get fashion questions. Newsflash. It's the Oscar red he, carpet. I swear, Pedro Pascal seems like the nicest man in Hollywood, and he was barely holding on to make this interview work. <laughs> she was terrible. Listen, they could it's they could help her out a little bit. They you know? try. I mean, they were all sweating trying. The it's other not Anderson was Cooper fine. out there. Like you gotta That's work right. I mean, with them. The other person was perfectly fine. Yeah, she, Ashley Graham. I mean, all right, maybe it made Hugh Grant a little little off that she was about four inches taller than him in her outfit. <laughs> well, that probably happens to him all the time. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, well, is okay, so yeah. she's getting made fun of because he said... Oh, he's getting terrible. He's getting ripped everywhere. She's not getting made fun of anywhere. Oh, okay. Well, they... He should be getting torn apart. But the other part is she said something... He said something like, oh, this is just about Vanity Fair. And she took it as the post-Oscars party <laughs> that's hosted by the magazine Vanity Fair, not as he's saying, like, a, you know... um a celebration of vanity. Right. Now, just by context, you could tell he was not talking about the Vanity Fair party. I don't know. Have you seen some Hugh Grant headlines from back in the 90s? He liked to party. Maybe did she it did. sound like he was saying, well, it's all about going to the Vanity Fair party afterwards? Did that sound like that's where he was headed with that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if you were just a neutral person and didn't know anything about Hollywood, would you think that that was what he was talking about? <laughs> I don't. It's not like some, people don't drop Vanity Fair in the way he would meant it in like in you know normal conversation I'm he was you, just being a snooty uptight British guy I should play some of the rest of his, every interview was this bad I don't know why this one stood out because he just wasn't no, having you it you gotta go to Seacrest he's the only one who can navigate through the stuff and my friend Jeremy Parsons yeah. who works for people These, it's an art form wait did you guys anybody watch I know you didn't watch this whole thing uh, Laz Berman was it, how am I saying it right how do you say the Elvis producer the guy uh, from Moulin Rouge yeah. He was with Vanessa Hudgens, and it was a lovely one-and-a-half-minute interaction. Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann. Yeah. Like on Laz Berman. Great. It was <laughs> great. It was, a, it was a perfect Hollywood moment. It was classy. Yeah. Every interview she did was great. It got the vibe of the night. And then you switch over to this other interview, and it felt like <laughs> it was just producers in her ear yelling, say something, say something. It was so uh... awesome. <laughs> you don't need a big, long, pregnant pause, Hugh Grant. Uh... Do they have people in their ear on the red carpet? They probably I'm do. Sure, I'm sure. Oh well, who, I blame her producer because they did not come up with a single coherent question all night long. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, why would you ask Hugh Grant who he's wearing too? He had on the most generic, boring tuxedo. Because okay, that's everyone gets asked that. That's just the classic question. I'm telling you, I hosted a red carpet one time in my life. Oh, t- uh, twice. I co-hosted with Jeremy Parsons once. Uh, SI swimsuit. I did one alone. SI Fashionable 50 in LA, just me on the red carpet yeah. alone for what felt like eternity. There's a, it is not easy. I don't care if it's easy. The, honestly, just 
just somebody saying hi, what's your name would have been better than than Ashley Grant was. She was <laughs> you awful. You can't say what's your name when it's Hugh Grant. <laughs> she didn't know. <laughs> so that happened to me one time on that red carpet where someone came up and I didn't know who it was. Of course. Okay. So this happens sometimes. And they didn't have like a handler with them or anything. And all of a sudden, guy comes towards me and I'm just like, I don't know who this is. So how am I going to get myself out of this pickle? So what I did was I was like, wow, I can't believe this incredible outfit, right? So it was a fashion, fashion award for SI. I said, can we just pan down on the shoes? We got to get the shoes first. So everybody, including my guest, look down at their shoes, at his shoes, as he's explaining them. And I'm going to my producer, who is this? Who is it? Like the <laughs> palms to the sky. Like, who is it? And he mouth, it's Orlando Scandrick. I would not know Orlando Scandrick <laughs> no. just by face. Dallas Cowboys corner. Yeah. Just by his face. And he's not tall. Like it's, you know, he's like an average size person. Corners are not usually tall people. No, I would have no idea. And that was how I got it. And I was like, I'm sorry, did I even introduce you? This is Orlando Skin. <laughs> oh, gosh. I saved it. Good job. Thank you. Should have been there last night. <laughs> I know. That was a proud moment of mine. Uh, let's go to Stewart's in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wants to talk about C.J. Stroud. Hey, Stewart, how are you? Hi, guys. Great show, as always. Um, Andrew, if you think C.J. Stroud is a later first-round pick or middle first-round pick, then you never watched him play. Why on earth? A, wait, 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 wait. Why on earth would you think that I think C.J. Stroud's a middle first-round pick? Well, you said he's late behind whatever the top couple picks are. No, 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 no. I, I think if you're going to go up to one, there's a lot of reason to believe it would be for a high-ceiling guy like Bryce Young or Anthony Richardson. Obviously, Stroud won't be there by five. I mean... Everybody wait, but kinda. what's the difference between one and two? Well, wait a second. You were also you also in the same conversation threw in Dwayne Haskins. There's a big difference between the two of them. Yeah, I mean Haskins, Haskins was way more talented. Dwayne Haskins did something that NFL scouts hate, and that is he went to the pros after one year of starts. CJ Stroud is at two years of starts. And by the way, what most people don't remember, he played that Georgia game missing most of his weapons. His two starting running backs never played. His starting tight end missed three quarters, and Marvin Harrison missed the fourth quarter. Yeah. So wait, you know, let me ask you this. Who do you think was a better college quarterback? Do, who do you think was better, Haskins or Stroud? Because there's just – who do you think well, was a Haskins, again, college doesn't equate to the pros, right? Look at David Klingler, if you want an example. Dwayne Haskins had one of the great college seasons of all time. But, again, that doesn't equate to being a great, great pro. He had one year of starts at Ohio State, and he was amazing. And Urban Meyer knew how to use him with, with the um, um, unbelievable wide receivers that he had that year and the speed that they had. CJ, how did C.J. Stroud do in the Rose Bowl missing two first-round wide receivers in Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, who both set out? He threw for 550 yards, and they scored like 50 points in the Rose Bowl. I know, but, but Stewart, I know, but Stewart, you're kind of talking out of both your mouth, both sides of your mouth, because you're saying, what does it matter if you know if they're good in college doesn't equate to the pros? But that's what you're saying about Stroud, right? He was good in college, and it's going he's going to be a good pro. What I said about Dwayne Haskins was the biggest weakness Dwayne Haskins had for the NFL was, right, was not a lot of starts. Start. Yeah, right. But you think Stroud is going to be good, right? I think Stroud is. I think he has everything, and I think he proved it against the best defense he played against in two years, and that was Georgia. You know, Stuart. I think the and thank you for the phone call. I think the the thing about that Georgia tape is it's so good, right? 
Right. But what's the real is the real Stroud what we saw against Georgia or is the real Stroud all the other stuff we saw where he was more of a pocket passer, still really good, but more of a pocket passer, you know, Ooh. traditional quarterback. And then all of a sudden, Georgia, it's like, wow, like this guy has every tool in the toolbox possible. Yeah. I mean, obviously, listen, he said David Klingler, system quarterback, right? He was yeah. taking advantage of that. That's the problem with CJ Stroud. You don't. Even in that game against Georgia, you do not know how much of that was Ohio State's offense. I think that's the real concern here. I mean, Fields, well, that's the Stewart's point. He was missing yeah. a lot of weapons, and he was yeah, but still it, good. But it's yeah. still the system. It's right. still Ryan Day and and Urban Meyer's offensive system. Fields had a great Final Four too, that's and true, he remember? fell. He fell to what? A, and he was hurt. 11. Remember? Yeah, I mean, yeah. he proved himself too, and he fell to eleven. And I think, in a way, in a way, he's been disappointing. In a way, he's been good. So. But obviously, C.J. Stroud's not lasting past four. I mean, does anybody think that? I don't think he's lasted past two. Probably not. But is the the high upside? What? Give me a player comp of what he could become. I think it's not as easy. Anthony Richardson could be this high no, it's end. Carson Wentz, very good Carson Wentz, like Carson Wentz before he went all Carson Wentz on everybody. Yeah, like when he was in his MVP year. Before he got hurt. I guess so. I don't know. Those two quarterbacks don't... Yeah, I see what you're saying. I think he's probably a better pure thrower than Carson Who's Wentz. Who's your comp? I don't, I don't really have... That's my point. He's, yeah. he's like a great great pure thrower. So, guy who distributes the ball well. Who's a great pure passer? Joe Burrow? No, I don't know. Yeah, Burrow's a great passer. Yeah. We need a great smooth passer who can distribute the ball well. I mean, that should be easier. Listen, when we talked to Lanzerline last week, yeah. he said Jared Goff. Great, I see that. Yeah, that that makes sense. Who was taken number one overall? Which makes sense, but when I think of number one, and maybe I I need a guy who's going to do everything. Like Anthony Richardson could carry your team on his back, or he could be terrible. <laughs> Bryce well. Young also. <laughs> Bryce Young could make chicken salad out of something bad. Like Bryce Young turned so many bad plays into positives. Stroud did it against Georgia, but Kenny do it all the time. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. See you guys on the phones. We'll also bring you up to speed on everything between the Jets and Aaron Rodgers right after this. Don't move. It is Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. We're on Sirius XM Channel 158, the free Odyssey app, and we are streaming live, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time to answer our Ask the Pros question of the day. It's brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Today's question comes from Jim in L.A. What would you make of Odell Beckham's workout? Don't forget you can submit a question by going to cbssportsradio.com slash askthepros or tweeting it at cbssportsradio using the hashtag askthepros. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Uh, his hair was many different colors. He yeah. did his signature <laughs> one-handed catches, and he was yoked. <laughs> and I mean, he, he looked, was gigantic. Looked like he's been hitting the gym. Yeah. So there was a report that he's looking for twenty million dollars a year. He's thirty, which you know my philosophy is when receivers hit a cliff. Yeah, it's weird. I want to take him behind the woodshed. I want to. I I can't wrap my head around him being a one number one receiver anymore. Maybe it could happen. It just doesn't seem likely to me that he'll be... He was a 1A earlier in his career. In fact, at a certain point of his career, he was second all-time in yards per game receiving. I never see that returning. No, and I thought Peter King even put in his column that it was the funniest thing he heard over the weekend was that Odell was going to get $20 million a year. So <laughs> That's a little mean. But... I mean, I guess it's you know it's going to be the supply and demand thing. Well, Meanwhile, he could get 15, though, right? I mean... If he goes three years, $45 million, it's close enough. I just think someone signing him for a three-year deal, like, do you think he's going to be mm. able to stay healthy that long? I just don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, as a third receiver, like, slot guy could be could be good. Um, you've got some more quarterback news coming in. What do you got? So this is a little bit more minor. Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, we have not had any movement. But right now, the 49ers... Perloff, we wondered if they were really going to go into the season with just Trey Lance and Brock Purdy coming off of elbow surgery. Well, they will not. Added to the quarterback room, former third overall pick Sam Darnold signs with the 49ers. Yeah. I did not know Sam Darnold was a free agent. I thought he was back in Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) News to all of us, really. But Sam Darnold was out there, and now he's going to the 49ers. It's so funny because I just said to you when I saw this, I said, Man, Sam Darnold could get the last laugh here. He was drafted to the Jets. The team was terrible. They had no good offensive line in front of them, barely weapons. And then he goes to Carolina, can't make it work there. Watch, he'll go to the 49ers, and it will look like the Sam Darnold we always thought was going to be a thing. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to look like that because it's not. It's never going to be a high-octane passing offense, but he sure could win a lot of games. I, I'm a little bummed because I wanted my friend Andy Dalton to sign there. I thought I he would have been perfect for Shanahan. Darnold, to me, doesn't seem like a Kyle Shanahan kind of quarterback. Because, and this is totally... just let, throws me, interceptions? Let me just share my image of what a Kyle... Kyle Shanahan quarterback is undersized, and generally we say after he has a great season, oh, he did that because of Kyle Shanahan. That's exactly what we're going to say about Darnold. But Even Sam if Darnold he's 6'3", it doesn't oversized, matter. <laughs> can move well, and has a gigantic arm. Yeah. He's got none of the Kyle Shanahan things. The Kyle Shanahan thing is like Nick Mullins. Not, <laughs> yeah, not right. big, tall, former stud quarterback. I, I don't think I've ever seen Kyle, Sh- uh, Kyle Shanahan quarterback like this. Um. Let's see. I mean, you go, well, I guess Matt Ryan, but a little different. And Darnold, unfortunately, doesn't, do like anything great and you know he's never shown on the NFL level need, he can do anything great you don't need that for Kyle Shane I know man. you just want him to make the layups but like he hasn't shown he can really make the layups with any kind of consistency yeah. either but then again 
you go to the 49ers, you've got all these weapons, you got a great defense. Like the margin for error gets a lot bigger when you're Sam Darnold on the 49ers than when you're on the Jets. Like you're being asked to raise the whole organization up when he got there. Uh, That's do, not what this is about. Yeah, I wonder how much the money is. So the Probably my, not a lot. Yeah, my question is, does this put will he play over Trey Lance, for example? Say you have Trey Lance healthy. No, I think he's a backup. And you have okay, and then you have Brock Purdy healthy. What's your depth chart? Uh, if Brock I've, Purdy's healthy, yeah, then I think Brock actually probably wins the job. But I don't Got think it. he's going to be healthy when the season starts. Right, say he's healthy by week three. Who's well, the back? Trey Lance starts until he gets hurt. I bet Trey Lance with Sam Darnold or number gets two, benched, yeah, with Sam Darnold number two and Brock Purdy number three. Do you have any doubt in your mind that all three will play significant time? This I year? think Brock Purdy will finish the season. <laughs> actually, yeah. so you're going to go one to four as Trey Lance, five to twelve Sam Darnold, <laughs> yes, and then thirteen to eighteen, yeah. Brock Purdy. It's Brock Purdy. It works out perfectly. He, Finally, Shanahan nailed it. Yeah, he needs a fourth guy now. <laughs> Bring in a fourth guy. I, I bet they will. Sean is in Oregon, wants to talk about Rodgers to the Jets. It's not a done deal yet, Sean. I understand that, but where there's smoke, there's fire. Yep. And uh, New York media better be getting their popcorn ready. <laughs> Listen, Rodgers doesn't need the New York ride. media. He's He can be weird all on his own. Yeah, well... Yeah, that was in Wisconsin. He's in New York now, and he's going to start getting real wacky. I see him <laughs> starting to escalate. And this is a guy This is a guy that sees himself as like something else that he's not. You know, this is a guy that God knows really what's going on in his mind, and I have a feeling we're going to see him in a fur coat on the sideline this year. Ooh, I, I like it. <laughs> Channeling Joe Namath, that, yeah. that's a pretty cool idea. Well, yeah, Sean, thank you for the phone call. Do you think I don't think Rogers has a sense of humor like that, does he? Oh yeah, he, he definitely does. They do remember the fur coat he, on the sideline. Remember, he try spent a year preparing his John Wick Halloween costume. Oh yeah, he I, doesn't mind dressing up a little <laughs> it's bit. It's true, and I don't even think that costume really delivered. Did no, it? but he certainly talked about it enough. Yeah, I think I could see a Joe Namath. He's channeling. also he's going to be connected to every woman under the sun now because yeah. famous women just are in New York. Like that's just part of it because of the, the, you know, what a big city it is. He's going to be linked to everybody. Yeah. But I mean, not that it matters. He, could he have dated anyone before? Wasn't he in LA most of the time? Yeah. But this is now going to be through the season too. Okay. Every Tuesday a, night on an off night, when he goes out to dinner somewhere, if there's a woman at the table, it's going to get reported on. I guess. I don't know that Aaron Rodgers does that. Maybe not. It's, uh, it's a little harder to hide here. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what was his life like in Green Bay? Was he going out to dinner with women? No, that's what I'm saying. I don't think he was. But here, if he goes out to dinner and say it's a table of 10, and if there's one woman sitting there, she's going to be the mystery blonde or the mystery brunette. Think about the you know week. how this goes. Like, yeah, I know. I'm just trying. I can't picture Aaron Rodgers coming into Manhattan and going out to dinner. I don't know why. I mean, maybe <laughs> because you know, listen, it's the football season. Saturday and Sunday, you're caught up in your right. game. Monday, you have practice. Tuesday, now you have one night off. I don't know. It just he, feels like he's over all that. The uh, aforementioned Sam Darnold got mono during the season. Yeah, someone was out and about. <laughs> he was 22. I think Aaron yeah. Rodgers is just seems a little into something completely different. I, I mean, listen, he dated Blue, the Instagram model. He dated Danica Patrick, and he dated Shailene Woodley. Yeah, I This is an odd group of women. And uh, <laughs> and another woman, Olivia too. Munn. Olivia Munn, thank you. Well, that was the longest one, right? 
Yeah. I think Danica was the longest. And also uh, the owner of the Milwaukee Bucks daughter. They might be dating now. And she's in New York, right? So he's been seen in New York a lot lately. I just said he's going to be linked. Uh, I I feel like if you're a 40-year-old quarterback, you're you're savvy enough to avoid that stuff. No? Doesn't he know how to play the game? New game. 855-212-4CBS. New game in New York. He's a guy who was just with Miles Teller and Chaley Woodley and Miles Teller's wife in in Costa Rica or whatever. The dude is living a high, high <laughs> I lifestyle. I get it. I totally get it. Uh, we got a newcomer in the chat here who I was bummed that I didn't think of this. One step too far. Who's coming in the chat and really made himself really comfortable here. Bad job by you and me. Never came up with the name Maglovin. Nah. No. No? No. Oh, all right. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's been a, a year and three months. We never stumbled on Maglovin. Yeah. I don't know. What do no? you guys think? I, just, I think it's I, pretty good. I can't believe we never even thought of it. It never crossed our mind. I don't know. I think to take McLovin over would have been considered pretty lame by a lot of people. Because any idea that we do that's even tangentially connected to the Dan Patrick show? <laughs> yes, like talking about sports? Like, oh my God, when we did the, uh, what was it that we did last? Oh, the pie in the face? Yeah, okay, well, I that was for it. charity. DP show does a lot of pies in the yeah. face. We get the point. If we had taken over any aspect of McLovin, it would have been... <laughs> it would have been World War Three. Yeah, no. people are like, relax, okay? And... Yeah, Maglovin's not that good. You really? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Maglovin. Huh? I just can't believe we never thought of it. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. All right, a lot more to do here, including uh, the one thing no one's talking about when it comes to the NCAA tournament. We'll get to that in just a moment. More Maggie and Perloff and the Maglovin Show <laughs> on CBS Sports Radio right after this CBS Sports Update with Rich Ackerman. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. So much happening right now. Although not with the Cowboys. Nothing happening with the Cowboys. Shockingly. They're like surprisingly the smart, sober franchise all of a sudden. It's bizarre. It's wild. Especially because we got the news they were clearing all this cap space. Yeah. Restructuring Dak. Restructuring was a Zach Martin, yeah. right? I Well, listen. Nothing. Apparently, Jerry and the powers that be over there have been cautious in recent free agencies. I know. (laughs) I know. So everyone thought they'd get a veteran quarterback. Jalen Ramsey's in Miami. Patrick Peterson's in Pittsburgh. I don't know, Maggie. But usually, I don't like when you overspend on day one. So are the Cowboys smart? (laughs) I think, listen, they do a great job drafting. They they really do. It's so weird. Competent franchise over there. Let's get to our Casamigos shot of the day. He shoots! And the shot of the day is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos is brought to you by those who drink it. And today's snapshot of the show, our shot of the day. So we found out that rather than watching Selection Sunday, Perloff was at a Broadway show. Busy weekend, not just NFL, obviously Oscars, Selection Sunday. I went to a play yesterday and missed everything, which was (laughs) actually... Terrible timing on your part. Yeah, no, it was a a birthday (laughs) present for my wife. So I had to go to Broadway and watch a play called End Juliet, which was a retelling of Romeo and Juliet, except with boy band songs throughout the entire thing. I mean, listen, I love your wife and your daughters, but I just cannot underscore how colossally you blew this yesterday (laughs) because you could have done this another Sunday, not Selection Sunday. 
I stand oh, by it. <laughs> hey, thanks for your support. <laughs> Listen, I'm always here for you. Come on, Meg Lovin. <laughs> I had this one thing many, many years ago. Uh, I think it was the year the Phillies won the World Series, 08. Yeah. During a key World Series game, I had to go see on Broadway uh, a play called The Seagull by Chekhov. <laughs> Why do you do <laughs> this to yourself? I was I, because you know plays are expensive. Yeah, Once they you are. buy the ticket, you can't back out. It's I like going on vacation. And I bought. Really I I didn't buy the tickets. My significant other did in July or something. So then the Phillies go on a run. I could not have predicted that. And if I said <laughs> I could say no, I'm not going to go see that Russian play on September 24th because the Phillies are in Game Five. This is a story of my life. <laughs> I didn't realize this. Like you know, kind of follows you through. Yeah, and the other thing, too. Have you guys gone to a play lately? The, yeah, so, sort of. You can't really, you can't leave in the middle of an act to go to the bathroom, which means the entire audience goes to the bathroom at once. Yeah. So you might want to have more than 11 stalls <laughs> and four <laughs> urinals for an entire theater. You know, it's Steve Ballmer. Yes. Owner of the Clippers. Yeah. He thought about that. He said there's going to be more bathrooms in yeah. that new stadium than ever before. I want to go to that new Clipper stadium just for that. To go halfway through the first quarter. <laughs> you just want a free access <laughs> or, right to the urinals. You know what? If there are that many urinals, why not go at halftime? What's the, what's the downside? This is an incredible development by Steve Bomber. This is where women hold the advantage. One time when it comes to bathrooms, women at sporting events were in and out. Like you just, there's no line. There's just, it's empty. It's not like you guys, like we'll go, when I used to be able to go to the garden, I'd go to the garden <laughs> and there, the line would be out the out of the bathroom, wrap snaked around like the concourse for the men's bathroom at halftime. Mm. Women's bathroom, in, out, in, out. Well, the plays, obviously. Mostly women. I mean, the the line for the women was oh, it's a mile insane. long. No, you got to you gotta wear a diaper or something. It's just yeah, <laughs> or a bottle or something. I don't know what to do. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> so, and oh, by God. the way, in that 15-minute intermission, trying to catch up on all the college basketball that I was missing, it was, it was stressful, but... <laughs> I'm a family man, husband of the year. There you go. Uh, we're happy about that. So I, you know, speaking of Casamigos that we love. So we were out to dinner, fancy dinner for my mom's birthday on Saturday oh, night. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Get to the cocktail menu because it's Saturday night. What's staring me right in the face? Cocktail called the Opre Ski. It was a Casamigos Blanco tequila, honey, Campari, mandarin, and tangerine. I could have had 17 of them. That would have been good. <laughs> would've been one helped. of them, and yeah. it was delicious. Would have been helpful if you'd spent the whole day on skis, exercising. You could have really... Did you do that? No. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely it sounds not. delicious. It really was good. Uh, okay. We've got more to get to here. What was the other thing we want to do? Um, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. So yeah. I think that I'm now vindicated. Not vindicated, but I, I think I know what's happening. He's saving it for McAfee. I think so. When you said that, I, I thought it sounded unlikely because... These things leak out. But well, kind of did leak. But I have to I, I here's my issue with that. The team has so much pressure on them right now and it's growing. I think not just in New York, the entire national media is saying what is going on here. Everything else has leaked. Why won't this leak? Well, he listen, this is the first if this is true, if this is true, I still don't know, but if this is true and he wants to uh, announce himself on McAfee, you're getting a taste here of just how much power Rodgers is going to have in the organization. It's going to be on his timeline when he wants to say the news. But it, players don't break announce their own trades. They announce signings. They can't possibly announce trades. That would be unprecedented. It would be a little bit odd, but yeah. you know what? Like we're living in his world now or the I, Jets are. 
Well, that's an assumption that that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think actually, now I think about it, you can't announce your own trade. Has anyone said, I've been traded to the Jets? I, <laughs> I signed with the team. Uh, has a player ever announced their own trade? Probably, but... It, I bet it's happened. I'm sure it has happened. But I think the Jets... Uh, you're right. Rodgers may have a lot of control. I can't imagine the Jets letting him leak this. Then again, these things never leak the way anyone wants anyone them to. Anyone wants them to. It's usually the agent, right? Generally, or someone who wants to do a favor for a reporter or something like that, I think. Um, Timothy Schultz is in the chat, that, chat. They say women don't wash their hands. That's not true. What? Every woman washes their hand. That's partially what takes us so long. <laughs> not just because also our outfits are incredibly complicated usually. Uh, I have no comment on any of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm going to push back on women don't wash their hands. Yeah, they I, definitely I'd do. I'd be surprised. I I feel like I'm going into stereotypes here. A man is more likely to not wash his hands. <laughs> Which is awful. <laughs> yeah. It's awful both ways, but like, oh, man. You know. <laughs> anyway. Don't Which, have to by the way, this is all leading up to our... Are we, we going to hint at what our big contest this week is? Or not contest, our big... Event, if you will. Um, let's wait. We're gonna do it on Wednesday. Yes. Right. We're gonna release the news on Wednesday. Meanwhile, though, if you want to play along in the Pearl Offs, the Pearl Jam second annual Pearl Jam, you can play along. Nick in Texas does a great job creating the bracket. You can go. We'll tweet out the link. We'll tweet out the link now from Maggie and Pearl on Twitter. We'll put it on Facebook as well. The Pearl Jam 2.0 is open to everybody. You can play against me, Pearl Off Stu. You're in, right? I'm in for sure, absolutely. Samter's gonna be in. Ever all of your favorite Maggie and Pearl Off uh, characters. Maybe we can get Ackerman to fill out a bracket. <laughs> Ooh, Ackerman's on the maybe list. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know he might have a couple other pools that he's in. I'm not sure. I mean, if we can land Ack, that'll be huge. <laughs> um, yeah. Now. How many entries can I put in multiple entries? What are, what's our rule and what is your general thought? Is it a one bracket? Are you a one bracket kind of person? I generally do one bracket yep. because I don't, I like to be rooting for one thing. Right. I feel like experts or quote unquote yeah. experts <laughs> or people in the media who put out nine brackets, then whatever one wins, they claim that they're brilliant. That's yeah. playing the odds. I feel like it's a little bit cheating, but you're welcome to do whatever you want. And the more the merrier. Last year, no joke, I came in dead last. <laughs> so I'm really hoping for a better showing this time around. <laughs> yeah. Can only go up, Maggie. I you know, say that, Stu, and I could still Listen, be at the bottom. I'm going to pull an all-nighter studying the Utah State-Missouri matchup. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get on know, that? We all know the Utah State, what's their nickname? Aggies. Jordan Love yeah. was there, right, the Aggies. We all know their 2-3 zone is hard to break down. <laughs> the Aggies, meet, the, when they face the Tigers, you just throw out the record. For me, it's a question of which expert do I listen to. I want to be right, not that I listen to, but I'll, I'll read a lot of college basketball writers, yeah. and I'll listen to a lot of guys. The, the problem is trying to figure out what their biases are. you got to just go with your gut, right? Uh, well, you would think that there's some expert out there who you can listen to. Who knows who's better than these two? <laughs> no, why the, is it? Why is it that it doesn't work that way, Maggie? I don't understand. I've been doing this for years. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Understand why can't what? Seth Davis tell me exactly who's going to win? He's been watching every game this year. I know. Why is a single elimination tournament so hard to predict? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's almost. I would almost describe it as madness. I know. Look at you, the dad jokes. There we go. Uh, this is going to be a fun a one. <laughs> uh, this is going to be a fun one. Again, we will send out the links. 
for Nick in Texas, who's got the Pearl Offs Pearl Jam 2.0. If you want to come on board. Thank you to everyone who is watching on YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. If you could hit subscribe, we would be forever grateful to you. So thank you so much. And we've got our March Madness announcement coming on Wednesday. I think I took care of everything, right? Thank you. Yeah, thank we, you just, to we just Stu. need Rogers to sign for tomorrow. Please buy tomorrow, Maggie. Thank you to Mike Sampter, Stu Kovacs. Thank you to the Weedos and the Purple Drinkers and the Jets. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.